This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Buried. Sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it. And he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Ryan Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Taylor Stern. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Talking Cowboys on Talking Tuesday. And we are in the SWBC Mortgage Studio as we get ready to talk about all things Cowboys. Of course, it is the first date that NFL teams can designate franchise or transition players. But before that, I know we've had a lot of questions about the NFL draft being hosted at AT&T Stadium starting April 26th through the 28th this spring. And for the first time ever, obviously, it being in a stadium, you have the opportunity to actually be entered in a ticket lottery, which launched today, which is very exciting. And there's a couple of important dates I want you guys to all know. You guys ready for the the draft? Go for it. Did you already register? Oh, I didn't yet, but you're right, Mick, because they have to register for the NFL.com fan mobile pass. That's right. Did you register? Um... I'm going to take a chance that they're going to give me a media pass to this thing. We'll leave That's the ticket true. to somebody else. Yeah. Like, take your credential. Right. Yeah, maybe you could give away some tickets or something. I didn't see any, like they said, you know, people involved with the Cowboys can't register. That's true. So today's the first day, and Mickey's right. You have to register because it's a lottery. And until Wednesday, March 14th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time, very specific, fans may register. And then after March 14th, register remains open for the NFL draft experience, which is something that you could do around the stadium, but it's not actually in there. And then late March, you're going to be randomly selected for seated tickets, which will be received in an email notification and instructions for confirming attendance. So now if I wanted to register, where do I do it? NFL.com for backslash fan mobile pass. Okay. So there better get on it. Can I? Can it I get you? It? it gets you a ticket inside the theater. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Bef- before everybody, yeah, exactly. Before everybody gets mad at us and the Dallas Cowboys, we have nothing to do with this, right? The lottery and all that stuff like that. It's just our building. Am I it's correct? Just our it's building. the it's our, NFL yeah, draft. Don't get, it's not yeah, the Dallas don't, Cowboys. Don't get mad at, at Brian Broaddus or Mickey Spagnola or Taylor Stern or Rob Phillips. This is we have nothing to do with this. This is all about the NFL. That's very or, true. or Jerry Jones. Exactly. But yeah. I will say there is an added, I think, rivalry factor there for Cowboys fans because they put in the release a record breaking two hundred and fifty thousand fans attended the NFL draft in Philadelphia. And of course we know what Drew Pearson was able to to stir up over there so oh yeah i think the rivalry factory here is we can bring more than two hundred fifty thousand. no doubt they mentioned uh you know they're going to use the outdoor plazas and they said it's going to be the span of 26 football fields going to be the largest free festival ever created by the nfl festival so a who, free festival i want to know who did the head count on two hundred and fifty thousand people just clicking away yeah. I don't know, but if I'm going to estimate, I'm going to take if you get. I'm going to go three hundred thousand. If you host the draft the next year, you win the Super Bowl. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for right there. I like that logic. Brian. Did not happen for Chicago. Though. No, we, 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 we'll true. kick Chicago out. But I'm just saying, hey, I'm just going on one for one here. If you host the Super, or if you host the draft, and maybe you get a chance to win the Super. It's Bowl. It's a new day. It's a new day. A new day. There, new possibilities. New but possibility. New day. All that stuff. This is great. So go do that. But there's still a lot of opportunities and different things that we're going to have on our site. 
We're, of course, we're going to have the Absol- draft show going. Absolutely. Yeah. You, Mickey, you guys are going to be doing your show that you do all throughout the entire coverage. Is that correct? I don't know that yet. We, we will have details to come. Yes. But we'll have so much on DallasCowboys.com. It might make you feel like you're here. Yeah. You don't get randomly selected. And then, of course, uh, the star in Frisco will Absolutely. be open for tours. So. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure it'll be Come and check it out. Yeah. If you don't get to go in, I mean, you can hang outside. It sounds like they got a lot of neat things. But if you want to, come on by and see. Because I do know we're going to be doing our the three days of coverage here from this studio. So if you're actually touring through and stuff, uh, here we are. Yeah. And, and, and I think what people need to understand is <clears throat> you're gonna. it's going to feel like, even if you're not inside the stadium, you're inside the stadium because of all the big screens That's outside. True. Right. And, you know, if, if I remember correctly, you know, the places that they had seating for in Chicago and Philadelphia was only like 6,000 people. Yeah, I think the largest, yeah, I think 6,000 was the highest number they'd had for a crowd yeah. there. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think there might have been, I don't remember the number at, like when they did it at Madison Square Garden or Radio, Radio City Music Hall, uh, but this is going to be the most people that'll be physically watching the draft. Because as Brian pointed out, if they're giving out 20,000 tickets and you get to bring one, that's 40,000. 40,000 folks. That should be able to be sitting in the stadium watching this deal. It's anything with AT&T Stadium is going to break records. You know, the Super Bowl did. WrestleMania did. Did you bring that up? Of course I did. Um <laughs> And this too. I mean, that's concerts. You know, they've had some concerts that have done very well there yep. as well. If it involves the Cowboys and AT&T Stadium, they're going to do it up big. And my understanding is not only will they have seating in the stands, but uh, there will be a section for each team to have fans on the field, uh, so on the the draft floor. It'd be a good spot for you to be, Mickey, with a roving with a mic. With a mic. And just, just kind of talk talking to, to people. people. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. And then I, jump I, over the barrier and harass other sounds teams. Sounds like people. Yeah. We'll have a better broadcast than the NFL Network. Absolutely. Well, and, I'm you know, I think on that. just goes to note, again, what we've always talked about on here is that Jerry Jones is rightfully in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because, yeah. as most people know, hopefully by now, that he was the first NFL owner to allow video cameras into the war room right. to change the way that people had access to the draft, to see behind-the-scenes access. And now I, I think it would be unfathomable. Unfathomable Is that a word? Hmm? Depends with- what you're going to follow it up with. Yeah. To think that we wouldn't have cameras in the war room now. You know, he, he's a yeah. game changer, yeah. and he's going to do that again by hosting the draft here. You're right. I'll raise the bar once again. He's Phil- stadium. Yeah. Yeah, Philadelphia yeah. did a nice job. I mean, it looked like they had a good you – know, the crowds and stuff like that. That's off to you, Philly. No, they did. It looked like it was good. I mean, we were trying to pay attention here, uh, you know, from where we were sitting. and But, yeah, you know, the, the Cowboys, the league, everybody will do what they have to. Like Rob said, the venue is just too nice – not to have this this spectacular event at. And we talked to Charlotte about this a couple weeks ago because they announced DeMarcus Ware, Drew Pearson doing they're the community ambassadors. There's gonna be a lot of youth outreach programs leading up to the draft. You know, she reminded us that uh, they've hosted the CMAs too. So they've right. they've they have experience almost with that type of setup. I don't know if the stage is gonna be exactly the same, probably won't, but that type of award show environment, um, so it's a really flexible red venue. carpet stuff. Yes, Those, I had another uh, yeah. idea for yeah. Mickey. Mm. Red carpet. Red, red carpet. carpet Mick. Red, car- red carpet Mickey would be good too. You're Got kind it. of on the front lines. Yeah. Of course, only that Thursday that they really do that, and then you're going to be kind of asking these guys what they're wearing. 
Yeah. Yes, Mickey Seacrest. What they're wearing. Oh, the players. Yeah. Yeah. That's important oh, to them. Who that can a, outdo Is that each a Hugo Boss? Suits? <laughs> <laughs> now it's like Tom Ford. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll have to. I love it. I have to shave for that. No. No, no, no don't no, no. ever shave. Don't ever shave? Oh, never again. So some guy. You might not even have to wear a tie, Mickey. I've noticed that we don't have to have no, people don't wear ties anymore. Some guy that uh, works out where I do in the morning, he, he, he doesn't like the cowboy. So he came by and he says, got an idea for you. Why don't you just say you're not going to shave until the Cowboys qualify for the playoffs? Hmm. I said, oh, okay, really Thank funny. <laughs> Sounds like that guy laughs at his own jokes, yeah. which I do too, so I understand. Unfortunately, I didn't laugh with him, so yeah, I go. think he got the idea. The stone face. Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right, well, that's very exciting. Again, the address is what, Mick? It's NFL.com? Uh, backslash fan mobile pass. Good luck to everybody. Hope yes. Good luck. March is enough time to book your tickets here. On Absolutely. Yes. And don't, don't you need to do that anyway to be able to get on the grounds? I don't, I don't know. I think that, that, even I think if I, you're in the plaza? Yeah, I think I saw go to that. DallasCowboys.com where we wrote an article about this as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All the details. Who wrote it? David, David Hellman. Hellman. Oh, okay. Good info. Good info. But. Aside from that, today is an important day in the NFL offseason because, of course, as I said, it is the first day to use the transition franchise or transition tag on a player, and you only have one, and you have from February 20th to March 6th. What does that mean for the Dallas Cowboys? I think they're going to take their time. I think we'll probably talk to Jerry and Steven about this before they – officially franchise Demarcus Lawrence if indeed they can't get a deal done with him. Indy, right? Yeah, I, th- I think they'll wait as long as they can to try to get something done. I think there's some cautious optimism. Maybe they can. If they can't, then he will get, uh, as you said, Tay, he, he can get franchised by March 6th, and then you've got until July 16th to get a long-term deal done. This happened with Dez mm-hmm. three years ago, and um, it just buys you more time basically. And and Steven has come out and said they want to get a long-term deal done with him. They look at the franchise tag as a last resort. So, and you know, typically players don't love playing. It's a lot of money for a one-year guaranteed deal, but they don't love playing on that tag. They'd like some long-term security. So maybe both sides can come to agreement on something. Call me at 2 p.m. on March 6th. Yeah. That's when the decision will happen, you think, Mick? Well, it has to, you know, yeah. it's got to be done by 3 o'clock, and there's no sure. there's no benefit to doing it today at they'll 3 just, o'clock. They'll just take these next two weeks and I mean, see what they can do. It's just open to start, but you're going to do some serious negotiations here in the next two weeks. Would you, Yeah, would you like to put odds on, on that one? On it getting done? Yeah. Like a long-term deal? Sure. Knowing what you know right now where your starting point is. And I kind of have, I kind of have a, a, if I had handicapped, I would say that Zach Martin has a better chance of getting a long-term deal done before, before, just because of the groundwork that they've already laid with him, the discussions and. Yeah. I would be more surprised if, if D law wound up with a long-term deal by March 6th, that seems pretty aggressive. Not that they haven't maybe talked about it. Um, but again, really like the timetables mid July. They've got five months. It's it's not two weeks. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think Martin's got a chance to get done sooner than we think, maybe. Well, I, if I just had to handicap. But the, the only pressure that's on them is to be able to clear money off the salary cap so they can right. 
when March 14th hits. That's a good point. You don't use it all that you basically everything you have to franchise. Uh, so Marcus let me, let me, let me with the, what you just said, then maybe I'm wrong about handicapping it that way. Does it all of a sudden turn around and say, OK, that we need to get because of the higher price for Lawrence, the one shot, the 17 million dollars? Does he become a priority over Martin as far as getting it done? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think your premise that it would be easier just because they've to already covered Martin and done because the groundwork they've and already they laid. They know what where it is, right? I don't know if his agent knows what the market value might be for Demarcus Lawrence. Like if somebody said, "Yeah, I'll give you two first round picks for him," but you got to come up with a offer sheet. Like, what are they going to offer him? Right. And, and I don't know if that's been established yet or not. Although it's the same, it's the same logic, right? Getting Martin done does the same thing for you in terms of spreading out that cap hit. Yeah, so but not quite as much as, I would think as seventeen and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah. For Lawrence, if I mean, I think I think if you sign Martin to a long term deal, that nine point three might get reduced in half, so you get about four and a half million. It's, Lawrence's would be more significant because you're going to give him a signing bonus, spread it out over five years, and that first base salary doesn't have to be that much. So, uh, and a lot of it comes down to not the total dollars, but what's guaranteed. Right. Well, that's that's huge. And how much are you going to offer him? You are you, you you taking the dump truck and backing it up to the front door and just say, okay, here it is. I like that imagery. All this money into that, your house. That's pretty truck. much what it is, though. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I Although think, you know, one year seventeen point five million, you could you could why, that check in front of me, and I'd why is it. there a negative connotation? Because you believe that you deserve a long term deal in this. Well, yeah, I, th I think it's you don't uh, get your money up, up front. front. Yeah. You got to work for your money. Right. Imagine work that. Work for your money. Huh? Yeah. That's a song. Isn't and then and then here's the other thing. What if and I know this is what the players think. What if you get hurt? And and while the 17 and a half millions guaranteed, guaranteed. Now I got to go into free agency next yeah. year. Yeah. And if they don't tag me again, if I have some sort of serious injury, what market value do I have to market myself? That's true. Anthony Spencer. Yeah. And it happened. Boy, to him, boy, right? he signed that thing two years in a row, just yeah. like that. Though he, it yeah. was like twelve million. Back yeah, then. and then he got hurt, I believe, in the second year of it. He did, yeah. and then and it, it was never like, was the same. But he did make his twenty-four Made million. His twenty-four basically. million dollars. Yeah. But you know what, Tay? I think you're right. I think there is a perception aspect to it too. I mean, you look at Kirk Cousins, and I think you know, just feels he, like they don't value him. Yeah, I mean, he looks at what I'm not a franchise quarterback. You know, you can't you you don't trust me with a five six year contract, and so I think p players want to be valued as I'm your guy for the next five years, and 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 long term security and more money obviously comes along with that. Yeah, and wouldn't it be kind of interesting, especially because we don't see, at least I haven't seen a lot of quarterbacks be this position because it is the top five salary percentage, mm -hmm. and usually quarterbacks are right at number one. Yeah. Probably followed by defensive ends. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo signed for such a big contract. Because if they had to franchise him, it was going to probably be in twenty million or so. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that's good. I forgot to mention that those are projections. Uh, I think maybe in, by the new league year start, we'll know the salary cap number for twenty eighteen for the NFL, and then they'll know exactly. But I think overthecap.com is saying Lawrence at his position would be tagged for almost eighteen million bucks this year. Absolutely. A lot. Well, 
We pulled our fans, and we will have your guys' answer when we come back from our first break. That is next here on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch and fabrics you can barely feel, Mick. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Very good, Rob. Thank you. And Rob, we talked about it yesterday as we were getting ready for today. And we did a a first ever two poll Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, we doubled up, didn't we? Because we wanted to see what the fans were thinking about DeMarcus Lawrence because obviously we don't get enough tweets about it. We don't, yeah. Big topic this week, and uh, hey, simple question on that subject. If it's up to you guys, what do you do with old D-Law? Do you franchise him, or do you go ahead and give him a long-term deal? With all that upfront money Mickey was talking about. What'd they say? They said 56% say back that Brinks truck up and just unload in his backyard. 56% say give him the long-term deal. What do you think about that, Brian? I make him play for it. You franchise him? Yeah, I do. I make him play, and you know, and it's not my money, but I'm going to make him play one more year, and I'm going to, and I'm going to say, listen, you have another year where you have 14, 15, 16 sacks. You got my attention, and and I'm, it might be an expensive proposition to me, but these contracts are so important, and the long term, you know, we're we're all complaining now about Des Bryant's contract, and when it was signed, we all many, agreed with it many yeah. years ago. We were all, hey, this is what the going rate is for a wide receiver. But I mean, you're talking. I, I was trying to figure out who is Demarcus Lawrence. Are you looking at health? I, I'm looking at what type of player he is. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking, are you Olivier Vernon? Are you a Clayus Campbell? Are you Everson Griffin? Are you Cameron Jordan? Are you Michael Bennett? I'm trying to figure out what kind of player he is because those are the guys right now that are getting paid. And if you could tell me if in my evaluation that he's clearly better than one of those guys, then, then I'm okay with this. Then I'm okay with you guys wanting to back up the truck. And, and I respect that. I'm going to make him play one more year. And you know what? And knowing going in, you know, Jerry Jones is a, is a gambler at heart. Mm-hmm. He really, really is. He gambles on oil wells all the time. And, you know, if they hit, he looks like a genius. If it doesn't hit, he looks like an idiot. But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to make this guy play one more year under that $18 million. Mm-hmm. A lot of money for him, by the way. If I told you I thought he was Cameron Jordan, would you sign him to a long-term deal? $11 million a year for Cameron Jordan. That's what I'm looking at right there. I could do that. But see, that's what I'm saying, Mickey. I don't know. With Rob, Rob's, we're, we're, we're about to pay him $18 million. Right. Can I convince him to play for 11 That's my problem. So I saw an interesting kind of twist on the Clayus Campbell uh, mm-hmm. contract because it came out it was five, four years, $60 million. Right. Yeah, just remind everyone what Clayus Campbell got last year when he signed with the Jags. Four years, $60 million. Mm-hmm. Ooh. $30 million was guaranteed. Correct. Wow. But they only gave him a $6 million signing bonus. And the guarantees were basically the $6 million signing bonus, his $9 million base salary in 2017, and his $15 million base salary in 2018. So essentially, it's a two-year deal, and if they didn't want to pay the big base salaries of 15 and 15 the next two years, it would only cost them – $3 million in dead money or $3.2 million in dead money to sure. get out of it. That sure. kind of reminds me of, remember Albert Hainsworth got a $100 million deal a few years ago? Yeah, and it, it really It was wasn't. really like a $50 million deal that they could opt out of after a couple seasons. Right. It, so, so you so can, would you can you guarantee yeah. him basically that $11 million or, or for right. two years? Right. And if I'm wrong, then it doesn't cost me, but I don't know that they would agree to that. Yeah, that's the thing about it is. Um, and Clayus Campbell was... Older, right? He is. Let, let me look how old he is. Yeah, you got it, Tay. I'll find it. But yeah, I, you know, it, it, you're going to have to be creative in the way you structure it. I totally agree with you on that. And you're in the way they did it sounds very reasonable. I'm trying to find what the player is, and and you know, I, I'm trying to think of what type of guy. Because again, if I'm going to make a commitment, the way that Mickey described the way that Calais Campbell's deal was done makes absolute sense. It, it, it does. Because it gives it gives, it gives him you his, an out. He gets his money. But you get an out. But you get an out. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I want to be able to escape. And this is why I'm making him play one more year. Because I'm trying to figure out, I'm willing to pay Demarcus Lawrence if he has another year like he did. And I know good well that it might be the most expensive thing that I ever do. But if he proves to me he can do it one more time, then I'm all in. I, you know what? You proved me wrong. Here's your kind. I think you negotiate better that way. If somebody comes in and he, all of a sudden it's like, you know, and you're you're challenging him. Okay, go get that extra. I'll give you an extra two, three, four million dollars if, in fact, you have the type of season you had the previous year. 
The poll says give him a long-term deal. The comments agree with you for the most part. Jason checks in and says, I would use the basically what you said. I'd tag him, let him play it out. I want to see him do it again instead of just one year before committing that much money. If he has another good but year. But he had eight sacks. He's had yeah. eight sacks before. I mean, it, it, he has done some things. If, you, if he has another good year, then pay him as a 26-year-old pass rusher with big money in 2019. I'd have no problem with that. The only thing that's hold, held him back has been his health. Yeah. Two back surgeries, not this year, though. And a broken bone in his foot. That's his, that his rookie year. Sure. His rookie year, yeah. Nine games. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem is, how a, do you replace that position if you don't commit to him? He's a damn good football player. You know? He really is. And he, he's recommitted himself, his body, you know, hopefully the health and all that. I mean, you watch him play. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take advantage of this tag. I'm going to take advantage of this tag and I'm going to pay him a pretty good chunk of money. Not pretty good, a great chunk of money. I'm giving him $18 million. Prove to me that you're an $18 million a year player. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Now, the other, the other part of this, though, is if you do that, then you've basically shot your wad in free agency. Yep. That's true. But we've always, we've always come with the, we've always come with the uh, analogy, though, of signing our own. Yeah, if it's if it's your own guy, right? You 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 know you you're not a you're not a big player in free agency to begin with. But if but if you do that, and I can't imagine now they can create space. I, I sure it. can. But that's going to take up basically all they had available. You can create space, but you're going to need five and a half million to sign your draft class. Yeah, uh, and then you need Android. another almost two and a half million if you're going to put the second round. Uh, tag on David Irving, right. and then you're basically saying, you know, Hitch, go on to Indianapolis. We can't, I, we can't afford you. Yeah, I've, I've, in my mind, we already any, said goodbye with with a, with Matt Eberflus, his position coach, now being the defensive coordinator in Indianapolis, and with Indianapolis with seventy million dollars in cap space, Ooh. which I believe is the second most in the league. In my mind, Mickey, I've moved on from there. I, that's that's just me. But I'm Tremaine Edmonds available in the draft. Yeah, we're gonna see. <laughs> we're gonna see. I, I just I, I feel like though that the way the five million, the three million, whatever you have to do, you, you can create. And maybe it is about going to get the money from Des. Yeah. Maybe that maybe it is about goodbye Orlando Scandrick. Maybe it is. Yeah, but see uh, the Scandrick one concerns me because his base salary is only three million dollars next right, year. Right. And if you say buy, he cost you three point eight eight million in dead money. Yeah, so that's you, one of those. That's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, no, you're right. Buy some you're right. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know about that's that. That's true. I mean, that's see, that's the thing. Catch unless you just, yeah. unless you just, and that, and that would be another three point eight eight million, right? Yeah. Mickey, isn't that such a scandric problem to have? Yes, it is. It is the most scandric thing ever. That you you can't win. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to decide, are, are these young guys ready? Do you not need him as a stabilizing presence back there? And the other thing about creating money, you could do the thing that they've done in the past. You could restructure guys, but do you really want to kick the can down the road with Kicking a Tyron Smith or yeah. Sean Lee or guys like that? I don't got know a, if you want to do that. Got a question for y'all. I wasn't here the offseason when they made the decision to release DeMarcus Ware, and obviously following that was the draft of DeMarcus Lawrence. Now, was there ever a discussion about doing something with DeMarcus Ware as far as franchise tagging him or how you're going to handle him? I don't. Oh, no, they released him. Yeah. I know they released him, but that well, was. You can't franchise him. I'm talking before they released him. No, you know? no. No, he had a contract. Yeah. 
Yeah. They released him. They ate salary cap money for dead ne- money. He never got franchised in his career. It was no. always Spencer, right? Yeah. Because it was kind of the, it was the Spencer thing was, I don't know if he had injuries back then, but it was, hey, how consistent can you be? I think we're better off, like Brian saying, oh, well, one year we'll give you a lot of money, but let's prove it, you know? And that's I get I get Brian's point. That's the dilemma. He's been productive when he's been healthy, and they love him. The wear thing was is they thought wear and tear had caught up with him, and that they had to get some salary cap money, and they didn't want to pay the base salary he had coming because of the injuries. He was pretty beat up that last season. He needed surgeries, I think, on his wrist, uh, his elbow. Um, and, and banged up. He was very fortunate, and and while Denver signed him to a three year deal, it they they were a very conservative three year deal. So, uh, yeah, it's not comparable. Yeah, I, I was just the, saying, the guy know. that makes the most sense to go get money from would be Travis Frederick. Yep, you could restructure him because it sounds like you could get seven point three million dollars if you restructure his deal. So essentially, if you have a big contract. Right, and you have a big contract. You can almost expect nowadays to be having restructuring contract talks pretty much every year. Oh yeah, Cowboys have done it for years. You basically what you do is you convert it into signing bonus, and it just it lowers the the cap hit to where it's it's really not an issue for you. Players now, love it. Sudden, now all of a sudden you got space. Yeah, you're, you're handed a check. Money. They've given me another yeah. signing bonus. They take you out to dinner, and they no, they, they back up back the, to Mick. They back up that that Brinks truck to your back door. Man. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the one. You know, both he and Tyron Smith are both in the $7 million range. Des Bryant on a restructure is in the 5-7 range. What, what about, about Witten? Lee. Lee is in the three in over $3 million. And they've restructured him before. They've restructured Tyron before. Witten, Crawford is at 3.4. I don't think you want to do Witten. Yeah, Witten is only – Witten is 3.5. Hmm. So, the one – I mean, if you're worried about kicking the can on Tyron Smith – your logical one would be Frederick because he seems to be the one yeah, that, that right. seems to be from the, a, long, the longevity from a, from a health standpoint. Longevity aspect, yes. And then and then Zach Martin. That's almost like a restructure. Yeah, if you to can lower sign him to a yeah, you get you get deal. yeah Zach Martin this year's uh, he's nine three nine three yeah. So his whole thing is he's got no no restructure value at all to his contract. So you just got to re redo it. It's kind of like a restructure, but it's they've got Mickey. They've got Scandrick down here as a one million dollar. If you wanted to get money from him, this is over the cap again. Yeah, I I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's the thing with Orlando. He's you know he's had his his contract redone like eight times. It feels like, but it's always it's always been very smart about it. It's always a situation where he's got some security. He's got some years on his deal, but it's never a huge you know, base that really threatens like he's going to be a cap casualty. No, no, you know? he, he has played it's this, smart because he got his money up front. He did. He played this game very well, and I give him full credit. No, no. Again, if he, he he's very smart about the way he never put himself in a position like a Brandon Carr. Where yes. you were looking at his money and going, well, that's ridiculous. You're, you're getting yes. too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's always kind of said two, three year deals. Always kept the money at the right at the right amount, and then that way you never get questioned about. Well, he's not playing to the level of his contract, mm-hmm. so give him credit for that. Did a good job. Wow, it's just so amazing how you, even when they do these different things, you can still kind of find the loopholes, figure it out, just to work for your team. And I mean, truthfully, someone was asking me this, and you guys know the answer to this. Why did they start the franchise and transition tag? Why was that important to have 
that in place. Nobody wanted it. it well, they it, didn't want free lose, agency yeah. in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And so this was a concession to say, okay, we're going to give you free agency, but you're going to let us protect. Yes. I'm going to protect one or two or three players right. uh, that I want to keep. But if I protect them, I got to pay them. Mm. I, grew up, I grew up in an era where watching the Cowboys – same team every year, with the exception of the draft right. picks. Right. So it was very safe to buy jerseys. Oh, no, very safe. You could buy one guy's jersey; it lasts for 10, 12 years. But yeah, it, Mickey's right, though. It got to the point when I first when I was with the Packers in '94, when that all came in. You know, it was like, okay, give us the right to protect one guy. You know that. You know, nobody nobody wanted to lose. You know, just continually lose players. You had to give some type of mechanism to allow the teams to at least protect one guy. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I got to give him credit where credit is due because you look at the New England Patriots and in a day and age where we do have free agency and things like this, and they have a dynasty, right. if you would. I It's unheard of. This is, Tom Brady doesn't yeah. – Tom Brady's had a new team, a brand-new team this, like every three years, you know? This is why I have the utmost respect for Brady and Manning and guys like that. They played in the salary cap era where their team was constantly turned over. The great quarterbacks, the Montanas, the Bradshaws, Namath, just go through the list of guys that have played great NFL quarterbacks through history, had the same teams over and over and over again, never with the threat of losing a player. Like, they've been on this dynasty for 15 years, but how many, how many Patriots are going to get in the Hall of Fame from this 15-year dynasty? Besides, Willie Maybe, but... They don't stick around that long, you know. Maybe Gronk eventually. They do. They do rotate their team pretty you know, regularly. You, you yeah. got Brady and Belichick, and and then you've got a lot of pieces that have filtered in for three, four, maybe five years. But it's not like the Rice Montana for ten years. Complimentary players. Yeah, they've had it's a lot of incredible. Yeah, you look at Peyton Manning. I mean, you look at the receivers he's had, the Reggie Waynes and the Marvin Harrisons and those guys. I mean, he had the same group. Brady was constantly rotating guys in and out. So yeah, it's a. It's the salary cap quarterbacks are, are pretty special guys because of what they've had to deal with. Yeah, that is insanity. But that made me think of something. We we're talking about this and how to create space. This is an interesting window for the Cowboys, though, because you're not paying your quarterback $200 million right now. You don't have a Romo contract. You're paying, what, $9 million in dead money for Tony. But, you know, it's kind of like Seattle a few years ago where they won a, got to two Super Bowls, won one with a quarterback on a rookie contract. It's an opportunity before you've got to make a decision on Dak and what you're paying him to go spend your money elsewhere. That will come this year. Yeah. That, that's gonna, you're going to have to have this discussion you know, after next season if you want to uh, extend him. You know? and, and, again, that's, that, might, that might mean you, you know, you, you're thinking about the stuff with Lawrence. You know, maybe that's why you make Lawrence have to play on that one-year deal because you're thinking about him. I have to do my quarterback next year. You know, or think, or start to think about doing my quarterback next year. Did, does he have more than a three-year deal? He got a four-year. He got four a four-year deal. Yeah, yeah. So you don't really have to do anything. Yeah. Oh, you could play it out four years if you want. Sure. Yeah. But you that, don't have that fifth-year option with him. Yeah. And then tag him. And then tag him. Man, the thought of tagging someone—it's just a funny phrase. Tag you're it. Tag you're it. <laughs> no, if he gets if if Lawrence gets eighteen million dollars, he should just go ahead and sign. Seriously, if I mean they they offer why that that's. That's I mean, guaranteed. I would do, I guaranteed. would sign it, but like it's That's, a different world. No, that we it's live guaranteed in. money. It is. It's guaranteed money. I mean, and and we've talked about the health issues too. You know, God forbid something happens to him in the off season, but that's his money. Once it happens. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take our final break from talking Cowboys, and when we come back, we will talking. 
be talking about more money decisions and what we would do at certain positions. Join us when we come back. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talking Cowboys. And you guys know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great? Why? Well, you've heard of the pepperoni, right? Oh, yeah. I have. Well, they yeah. still got the special going for $10. Yes. You can get a deep pan pizza or a large pizza, and they'll have dual layers of pepperoni on there. That means you get twice as much 100% pork and beef on your pizza, and when you get pepperoni like that, it can only be Papa John's. Woo! That's Woo! great stuff. I think I think you could always go for uh, Papa John's. It's always National Pizza Day somewhere. Any time of day. All right, Rob. Well, we did the two-poll Tuesday here, mm-hmm. and the other one was to get more into the discussion because, obviously, Demarcus Lawrence, his free agency is going to affect a lot of other things. I mean, we've already talked about Anthony Hitchens. We've talked about Des Bryant. The poll let, leads to that. Yeah, if you had unlimited cap space, Tay, and mm. Brian, and Mickey, mm-hmm. which position would you spend it on? And I gave you four options. Tay and I talked this one out. Defensive end, linebacker, a couple of key free agents at, that's, at those two spots, offensive line, or wide receiver. Mm. Give me a choice. Back that Brinks truck up and pay one spot to help fortify this team for 2018. It's too hard to answer. Why? Why is it too hard? I don't know who you're spending money on. Which one of those four positions has the best option to pay some? What's the, when you look, what do you mean? Well, look at the, look at the list of free agent wide receivers right now. None of them had a better year than Dez. Do I want to spend big money on one of those guys? Probably not. 
So you got to tell me who's available at linebacker. If I if if all was equal, then probably I would spend it on the offensive line. I'd give on, get, on, a, on a depth guy. I'd go get me a guard or a starting left guard. Okay, Ryan. Well, I tell you what, it's good. I'm looking up because did you go buy a quarterback. <laughs> Oh no! Now you're well, you got a write-in vote for the QB. Hello, well, pigeon. No, but but Drew Brees. But look at it. <laughs> Drew Brees. He ain't going nowhere. You, I'm and, saying and, no, but unlimited money. Right? I don't know that you're going to get a Kirk Cousins Pro Bowl quarterback, but you're going to need one. All right. Yeah. That's right. What I'm don't. I mean. All right. Eliminate. Okay. Think about this. If you think about the top guys, just the top guys, and are we, these guys getting tagged, like Lawrence Bell. Are those guys already tagged? I can't get those guys. Um, I can't get Le'Veon Bell. Is he supposed to get? Tagged? Well, no. I'm just asking because. But he's gonna. That's why. It's okay. Well, then. Okay. I, Jarvis Landry. Do you okay. Uh, that's he's gonna he's gonna get re-signed. Don't you think? No. I I just got unlimited money. I'm gonna money whip no, somebody to get saying, one of these guys. One of those guys, they're gonna money get whip. either tagged no. or re-signed before even free agency starts. It's just okay. Can we just think? Sort what of was I, Jarvis Landry's numbers? Jarvis Landry's numbers coming. Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm just asking because I'm looking at the top. Okay. You don't even have to talk specific players here. These guys aren't free agents. Just the yet. position. I mean, just just position. look at these positions. Okay. What, what's the most guard. important spot they got to fix? Guard. Guard. Okay. I'll go get a guard. guard. Yes. I'll go get a guard. You think that's – you look at the team and say offensive yeah, line I, failed I, them I, consistently. It wasn't a consistent If you If you watched the draft show yesterday, we had a huge argument. Would you give next year's one to go get Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame? You know, and, and Dane and Dave argued correctly. I mean, they were like, no, I wouldn't, you know. But if you thought if you could spend money and go get, like, the best player at, a, at his position, you know, it's like this Andrew Noel, Norwell, excuse me, from Carolina, Justin Pugh from the Giants. I mean, those are good players. If you could let me go buy one of those guys, that fixes my left guard spot. Well, the winner <laughs> was defensive end at 40%. And I – to me, that says they're gonna. They want to buy you gotta, Lawrence. You got to keep Lawrence. You got to do what you can to keep Lawrence, whether it's franchise tag or just lock him up. So you're long-term. giving him all the money, then is what you're saying. I didn't know if we were including our own players. No, it can be sure. Okay, well if that's the case, yeah, yeah. What's because because he's defensive the, end. Yeah, him or, him or Ziggy Ansah are the two best oh. defensive ends in the in free agents. And by the way, I was thinking of somebody else at wide receiver because Landry led the league. With 112 catches, yeah, I didn't know. 987 yards and nine touchdowns. All right, so he is not going to be available. Yeah, but but we have unlimited money, right, yeah, Rob? He's yes. not going to be available. Yeah, it's an uncapped year, Brian. Do whatever you want. See, no, I'm just no franchise tag. Yeah, no tag. He's no. not going to be available. Okay, then forget give me somebody that's going to be available. Huh? Give me a wide receiver that's going to be available. Why do you Why do you automatically think that Jarvis isn't? Just because. Well, Miami would have lost their mind if you had a guy that caught 112 passes for 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns, and you said, ah, go into free agency. I was very surprised with what they did with Jay Ajayi. I mean, it turned out to be that they were having different issues, and that guy was a young running back for them. It was just the deal was right. Yeah, it's, you know, the, this, the, the Patriots, Nate Solder. From the left tackle from the Patriots, he's one of the better ones in the league. They can let him walk. I mean, I 
I don't know. I just was trying to he think. He wasn't very good in the well, Super Bowl if, game. If you think you're going to lose Hitchens, then you've got to figure out a way to replace his snaps. And I don't know if, if the free agency is the best route. Well, so you it's said a deep def- linebacker draft. So maybe that's the way you do it. But I look at that spot and say, uh-oh. You know, what, so was defensive was linebacker second? Uh, hang on one second. Everybody, Cowboy fans are screaming for wide receivers. Yeah, I know they're screaming for wide receivers. They don't they don't care about the current guys they got on their team. If they had unlimited funds, they'd go get Jarvis Landry. They'd try, you know, or, or Allen Robinson. They they're not thinking about you know they're wide, not thinking about that. Wide receiver was second, twenty six. Yeah, there you go. And linebacker. Cowboys Cowboy fans have had enough of the wide receivers around here. Well, Sanjay Law could come in and whip them into shape. Magic. Yeah, we'll see. I understand about the defensive end. And if you said it, if I had to back it up and, and I could sign Lawrence. But I, but then again, I just told you, I just told you I'd make him play for one more year. I would pick another position. I would go take a guard. Pick a guard that, that could, you know, not a Band-Aid, pick a real guard. And you could pay, if it's unlimited, sure. You know? But guard guard, Mickey, might, Mickey guard t- might make your wide receivers better. Mickey told you the problems with the team last year was the offensive line. Why are you trying to fix that? Is guard a position you feel comfortable spending a lot of money? If you're about to sign a huge contract to Zach Martin. That tells you how important guard is to this team. Yeah. But I'm just thinking what you've already invested money-wise. Yeah, and, it makes and, sense to go draft. But, the, you but said it was unlimited, it right? You said yeah, it, it didn't unlimited. matter, right? I know. I'm, I'm, because it's I'm, limited, I would not do that. Taylor's like, she's that's that, it's that, <laughs> just, she's putting herself into the bushes now. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm that uh, meme right now. <laughs> the Homer Simpson gift. Oh, the Homer Simpson just yeah. back into the bushes. Yeah. See, the linebacker thing is all dependent on what they project Jalen Smith to be. That's true. Can he play 60 plays a game for 16 games at a high level? And with an eye on Sean Lee being 30 years old, and how many snaps do you want him to play every game? I want him on the field every I, play he's healthy. Yeah, I know you do, but he you know, had the hamstring stuff a couple different times, I get right? you. So do but you, it was a it weird reach, hamstring. Does it reach a point with Sean where you, don't, you want him qual- more quality snaps? That's going to have to be a draft choice. Let me ask you this. Navarro Bowman or Anthony Hitchens? 26 years old or 30-some? For a couple years, a year. To maybe help you with that whole thing with – I'm, I'm thinking – But long, he would be an insurance policy. Exactly. But I'm saying I don't, I don't have to I – I wouldn't have to commit. I, could, I can make sure that Jalen Smith is ready. See, I need but, an insurance policy – that was better than Justin Durant. Yeah. I think Navarro. Just in case I'm wrong about Jalen Smith. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Navarro Bowman is that guy to me. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, this, it, what you scared me with was insurance policy. And I say that because, and this is a little bit different, but I felt like this team thought they were doing an insurance policy with Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden. And then look what happened there. But they were. I mean, that. Insurance policies can't be real expensive. Yeah, yeah. Because you may not use them. That's true. I just Navarro you know, Bowman's that 30. Peak. 30? 30 and, years and old. And Hitch is 26. Yeah, and he played He played almost 1,000 snaps last year in the NFL. 999. So, how about Nigel Bradham? 
from the Eagles. He's 29 years old. He's an inside linebacker. You probably have to pay for him. A you little might bit. have to pay. He, getting, he's looking for starter money. Okay. Already hit. getting tweets about uh, Cushing and Jarrell Freeman. Uh, no. Oh, Brian Cushing got released. I know. We I get know. these tweets I know. every time, Brian. I know. I know. I live it. You I do. Li- I live it. I'm, I'm asking again because again, okay. I say about Bradham. He's 29. He played almost a thousand snaps as well. He, you know, he. It's a. They're talking about it's a position that rarely gets paid. And they've got salary cap problems themselves. By sure, the way. sure. They've got about four guys that they need to resign, and they're not going to be able to do it because they're already over the cap. If you knew a lot about Bradham as compared to Hitchens, you know, if you said, okay, which one's cheaper? Which one's better? <laughs> you know, which one's better? I, I want, I want to keep Hitchens. I want to keep a guy that I'm, I know. And they can play any spot. See, Cowboy fans hate you right now, Rob. Why? I'm w- and I'm with you. And then Mickey, they hate you too. Why? No, they just do. Bring because, it on. because because we love hope and we love the unknown and yeah, because no, yeah. yeah, because fans love the hope and the unknown. We love the we love the other guy. We love the other guy. We've seen Hitchens play. Ah, so yeah. my, my, I mean, that's 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 their my yearly my yearly question to those folks are: Would you bet your salary on that decision? Because you don't have to bet it. Right, it's free money. It's like playing fantasy football. Monopoly. But what if you made eighty thousand dollars a year and you were wrong and you don't get paid? You lose your eighty thousand. Would you make that decision, or would you be a little bit more conservative? See, yeah, Hitchens is the youngest of the group. He's twenty-six. Can you afford to be conservative? Yes, I can't afford to have dead money because I make bad decisions. Got two players sitting on that for that, right? You know, Philadelphia, everybody talks about the guys they hit on. They had guys they missed on, too, by the way. Sure they did. Look at the misses that the Giants made, and they're going to have to pay for those. Yeah, I saw you had Olivier Vernon. It's not a, a, you know, it's not fantasy football. There's money involved here, real money. And it's not just salary cap either. It's real money. So... um, I just say, when you make a decision like that, just judge it on, can I lose my job over that if I make a mistake? Not an easy question. Not an easy question. Nope. Nope. That's right. It's just so tricky. I mean, the draft is tricky. This whole free agency is tricky. Because I was watching something. Talking Cowboys came on, actually. And you guys were sitting there discussing what they were going to be doing with this entire secondary basically having contract years. This was a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where you were at last year. And then what they did was they said, okay, we're, we have more young guys coming in the draft and we're going to really saturate our draft with young DBs. That's it's, it's all- it, yeah, it's all about cost control. They, they don't, they just, you've got to have those fair rookie deals. And then if they prove it to you, then you pay them. That's, that's yeah. really the best franchises have done that. The teams that have been in the playoffs year after year, you see it. Pittsburgh does it, and it, it all hinges on how well you draft. And the, they guys, the teams won. that spend the most in free agency are the ones that draft the poorest. They would have won the bet on the defensive backs had those guys stayed healthy. They would have won it earlier. I think they won it later. I think they feel pretty good about it. No, now, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying if they were healthy all through training camp, we would have seen them considerably earlier. And it would have helped out. They wasted time with um, Nolan Carroll. Carroll. By the way, the Eagles only have $500,000 in dead money. Yeah. Yeah, but 
but they they're over the cap already, right? Just keep kicking those Cowboy fans, Brian. No, I'm just I'm just asking. Ron Brooks and Nate Gary are the only two guys they have dead money on on their thing right now. So, yeah, their cap space, Mickey is right. They're nine point six million over, and they've got like three or four starters that are yeah. either free agents, either starters or prime backups that they've got to pay. Yeah, that is true. Well, <laughs> I hope we offered you something because we've spent almost an hour talking about all of this, and it's just, it's so, it's not an exact science at all. No, not at all. No. I think we've, see, we've talked about it. You know, they've tried to nibble in free agency. And, you know, this last bottom year, fish, yeah. last couple years, it largely has not worked for them. And they need to get back on that. They used to have a time where they were able to find some guys and be better. The pro department, you know, they need to get back on that train where they were rolling along. And, and you know, they spent some money on some guys that just didn't can't play, you know, and they, they need to they need to. Of course, they need to change the direction there if they're going to do that. But how do you do that? Oh no, you Change just the direction of what you're looking for, or you just got to be right. Got to be, yeah, you got to be better at it. the depth. The depth issue is, a, you know, that's how the really the Eagles. You look at how they were able to survive it. The depth they got, a, they drafted. They had a couple guys again. Made some trades. They made some trades. You know, you look at you look at what they were able to do with with their guys. I mean, they they went and signed Nick Foles. I mean, that was that was huge for them. They didn't think they were going to lose Carson Wentz. They lost him, you know. So yeah, they've they've. I'm just talking again about the Eagles and just kind of looking through their thing. Timmy Jernigan was a guy they traded for, one of their better players in the defensive line. Torrey Smith was a guy that they signed, you know. Oops. Yeah, that was an oops. Torrey they paid Torrey Smith five million dollars. Right? Yeah, he got five million dollars for thirty some catches. Well, then they and Alshon Jeffrey was a guy. Alshon Jeffrey was only was basically a veteran minimum three point nine. Right. Before they redid him. Nelson Aguilar finally played for him. You know, that was a draft pick that they it's you kind of look, Chris Long, that's another one. I mean, they 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 hit on some guys that that they they bottom fish for some guys and got the guys to come in and play at a high level. Cowboys haven't had that in a while. Haven't had some bottom fishing guys come in and 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 be difference makers. See, and and they're in a situation now where Peter's base salary is going to be pretty high, and they're debating if they want to keep him. Well, because they're 36 got a, years old. They got a guard. And they found a guy yeah. that could take take over and play for him, right? Yep. Bye, Ty. Yeah. His cap number is $10 million. Yeah. That's what, uh, what Peter's is. So they they figure they could save some of that base salary. I think it's the last year. Is probably his signing bonus is about ready to expire anyway. Yeah. So they've got some tough decisions to make. They would have a – if they – post one or post June one – he would be a. He would be. He would count three point six million in dead money, is what he would be, on his contract. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, it's they've got they've got it. I mean, they can get under they can get under the cap with some quick decisions. Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, guys like that. Yep, they could do that. So at one position we we keep ignoring is if you're buying insurance, do you want it at quarterback? Hey, I don't think we're ignoring that. I think Brian's. Brian's been throwing those grenades over there. I just feel like that if we were in 2019 and say that it was a nine and seven season, and you kind of feel like Dak had an okay. But year. I'm not talking about a starter. No, I'm talking about drafting a guy. I mean, are you okay? Oh, I'm talking about drafting a guy in the first round. This sounds like a great poll. But is he? Yes. Is he ready to be your backup? Not just that. 
We have like are you, 30 seconds. I, I mean, but no, you bring but we up, started late. We're okay. Are you good with Cooper Rush? Not just that. Could Dak have benefited from an, a veteran again as a sounding board? Or is that Kellen Moore's job? And, it's Kellen and Moore's job. Kellen, okay. Kellen Moore's job. It's yeah. his job last that's how he got a. That's how he got the quarterback coach job. But I'm saying playing. You good yeah. with Cooper Rush starting 12 games? I think in the preseason he gave you some hope. But, yeah, I mean. What Jamil Showers the year before? Yeah. I, all, all I'm saying, Brian, I wasn't trying to argue. No, I don't I don't disagree. I mean, I, I think that you have to look at the backup quarterback's position. I think he's absolutely right. But do you need to bring somebody in to compete with Cooper Rush? That's and that, that's my that's why, that's, that's why I asked you with the unlimited money, would you go out and would get you, another quarterback? Because it's going to cost you. Yeah, go out and get, get a starter. I mean, look at what they paid Foles. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get that for free. No, that's a no. good that's a good write in, Brian. And I wasn't thinking specific players. We're just talking like position. And but yeah, that's a spot. Like Nick Foles is seven point six million dollars. Next poll question, back yep. to quarterback. Yep. And we'll be back here next Tuesday at our same time, if not a little bit earlier. Mickey and I will be here, but these guys across the table from us will be in Indy at the combine. On vacation in Indy. Not at all. State. Yeah. Draft yeah. show. Vacation. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And we're working. We're working yeah. for our money. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone who tuned in. Thanks, Ken. We'll be back next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-